0: Thanks for downloading this podcast, which is for personal use only. All contents are copyright Radio Show Limited and must not be reproduced, rebroadcast or used in any form without permission. For contact details, go to www.radiolamon.com Radiolamon.com. Real World Road Tests Well, it's a little bit of a windy evening here at Hindhoff Towers and I've just finished off hosing down and drying off one of the latest subjects of our real-world road test in front of me in gleaming black metallic with black anthracite wheels is the Lexus RX 450h now in terms of styling this Lexus is an SUV in terms of where it positions itself in the marketplace it's very much a prestige or a luxury car for those of you who have been living in a care for the last 20 years. Lexus is effectively the luxury arm of Toyota and launched a almost completely separate brand to allow the huge Japanese concern to move into the premium market with a brand that was close to, but just slightly far enough away, if that makes any sense, from the parent brand Toyota. In the intervening years, Lexus, particularly in the United States, has carved itself out an enviable reputation for reliability, for quality of service from their dealerships and for the quality of the product. Indeed, in the much vaunted jd power service in the united states lexus have consistently come out on top of all car manufacturers in terms of their product and their customer service and that has led i think to quite a few people almost forgetting the link to toyota Now the link to toyota whilst on the prestige side of things might not when lexus have been first launched have been what people were looking to do from the parent company but what it also does is gives you an idea about the reliability and the engineering resources that are going in behind a car that perhaps you might not have known very much about say 15 years ago this 450h as i say is a suv but it's a stylish one and standing as i am now right at the front of the car it's got a very aggressive front end with the Grill that is now common to most of the Lexus models with the uh, headlights cutting into the side of the wheel arches there. It's a three projector headlight uh, with LED lights underneath it and slightly up the side and then some driving lights and some fog lights also but the for me the domination of the face if you like of the car by those uh, three round projectors behind each of the headlight glasses is uh, quite remarkable and it does do an awful lot actually to lower the front of the car they're at an angle also very cleverly the bonnet itself cuts down in a curve and that again visually lowers the front of the car to the point where actually when you're looking at this through a rear view mirror and i have been doing that in the last few days as well as driving this car um, you wouldn't immediately think that it was an suv the front area of the car looks to be much reduced there is a, a little bit of a splitter the number plate is in the middle and the big lexus l on this car uh, surrounded by a very subtle blue edging denoting the fact that the h on the 450h makes this car a hybrid now going back to the toyota connection of course the toyota prius is the car that really set the world alight as far as hybrid technology is concerned and toyota in its own range and also with the lexus range has been able to build on that with cars like this 450h it is basically using a similar type of technology found in the prius there's no plug-in option here it's uh, charging uh, cells within the car using that to assist the engine it will run um, and it's quite spooky actually when you get ready to start the car the car doesn't start it's just ready to go and it'll you move the first few yards on electric power alone and when you're in traffic it will do the same and then the petrol motor kicks in but more about that when we drive the car let's talk a little bit more about the styling coming down the side of the car this is an f sport model which means it gets the anthracite colored alloy wheels which i think really set off this metallic black pretty big uh, pretty big uh, rear view mirrors on the side of the car front door opens wide and what's interesting about this car is it's not as high to get into as you think um i can sort of sit in and just turn around and i'm in the front of the car which is smart smashing the back door opens wide and the lack of protrusion into the back door opening by the wheel arch again good particularly for people with limited mobility you know you know that i always think about my parents and particularly my mother getting in and out of cars and i think she wouldn't have too much of an issue there very very sloping c-pillar the back of the car comes down the glass back of the b-pillar so the rear windows the rear three-quarter windows and the rear hatchback glass all very very dark black and that also works really well with this black color the c-pillar sweeping down into the integrated rear light cluster which is white and red and a nice big uh, spoiler on top of the rear window as well, which does a pretty good job in styling, but also I can tell you does a pretty good job of keeping the rear window clean. It's got a high-level rear brake light on there, and we come round to I think quite an elegant rear end uh, of this Lexus RX 450h. It's pretty clean. Um, it's got the Lexus badge again with the uh, hybrid blue around it. There's lots of chrome on this model, and it, it does work well, I think, with the the black, but It's pretty uncluttered at the back end. Two light clusters, a badge in the middle and somewhere for you to pop open the boot, which I'll just do. It's electric powered on this version. The load space, pretty high floor to it and therefore a high lip. But otherwise, a very good load space, which is regular in shape and size, so you can fit all your suitcases in. Under the floor, the run-flat tyre and no other storage space under the floor but you do have a tonneau cover to pull over your valuables should you need it and as i say the tailgate is electrically powered let's just uh, nip into the back and start talking about the inside overall you know it's an SUV what can you do with an SUV well actually I think they've done something distinctively different and from the outside before we get in from the outside it's a Lexus you can see it's a Lexus there's something about the car that says that gives you a clue very strong visual clues to its identity and that in a world of cars that all look fairly similar and all come out of wind tunnel styling I don't think is a bad thing at all so let's jump into the back beautiful leather with the pierced centre sections and it's like sitting in an armchair even here in the back you're slightly raised from the driver and passenger I've got the seat set for myself there's a uh, sculpted part in the back seat which is perfect gives you an extra few inches room I'm the sharp end of six feet and oh I must have two inches above my head the c-pillar comes down next to my head but because of this big side window and indeed the smaller three-quarter window which is actually behind me there's no feeling of claustrophobia in here at all we've got our own um controls for air at least in the back and electric windows of course now the seats themselves as i said all leather with contrasting grey stitching um, it is a 60-40 split in the back and there's a lovely armrest that comes down as well which splits to give you a little bit of uh, space for storage and two cup holders in the front of it it's a nice place to be headrests in the back just click up yeah i'd like that i like that a lot and this in common with quite a lot of uh, suvs now also you can just slightly tilt back your back seat in fact actually you can tilt it back quite a long way but i've just gone too far now let me bring that back up again to give you a slightly more reclined feel to the back seat and you know on a long journey if you were hot swapping as drivers getting a a little bit of rest in the back of this car would be absolutely perfect and you're not compromising any of your luggage space either let's go and sit in the front and give you the driver's eye view nice meaty clunk on the doors as well so climbing in too difficult the immediate thing that uh, i get is the fact that um my seat's not in the right place but that's because uh, we've got it set to drop the seat all the way back and as soon as i set the power the key will start to move and the steering will will start to move and all the settings that i've uh saved will come back to life again it makes it much easier to get in and out so in fact i was sitting in the back there with the seat not set for me but set for somebody who's probably about six foot six and i still had bags of room well what have we got here well everything you would expect a beautiful steering wheel i really like the tactile nature of that the gear selection knob conventional but not in a conventional place not here in the center console but just mounted slightly forward normally only where you'd probably see the radio or the heater controls and slightly at an angle but again it's in perforated leather and really nice indeed bit of storage space in the middle here with a usb uh cord and a power cable plenty of power cables in this there's uh, one in the hatchback as well uh, and so you should be able to keep everything all of your gadgets nowadays powered up very nice little cup holder in the middle here that's a push push type of sliding and tilting mechanism you've got your ev button here because the car will work on electric power only this is just to my left hand normally where the handbrake uh, would be uh, the handbrake is very american and foot operated by your right foot heated seat controls just by my left thumb on this right hand drive car and everything else is grouped in the center console Now what I do like about this car is the head up display option which switches from miles per hour to kilometres per hour fairly easily. It's selectable from this button here on the left hand side of the steering wheel. There's also all of the usual trip etc buttons here and an extra cup holder by the right hand side of the steering wheel by the door in this right hand drive car so that you can stick something in there as well. It does say cup holder only. Headlamp wash wide tailgate open. On the side of the door we've got your memory buttons for your seat and your mirrors uh, on the door itself, electric window switches and you can lock and unlock those to the all of the other uh, than the driver's door. And your mirror switches as well it's a nice place to be here i've got the seat set fairly well down Uh, this being the f sport model has drilled pedals which feel great and there's there really is nothing to complain about at all in terms of how you sit the central console has a uh, a free part underneath it that you could put bottles or other things it's basically a a piece that goes all the way through, Um, not like the Volvo Flying Buttress where it's all behind, it's actually underneath the area that you're using, and it's an interesting way to utilise what would normally be wasted space, because obviously there's uh, less of a transmission tunnel on this car, and bags of room under there to put, as I say, you could put probably a litre bottle of water or something underneath there. One of the issues I have to say that I have with this car is the interface with all of the electronic items i love the big screen it's set in front of me uh, the heater controls are relatively easy in the here on the center console but everything else is accessed uh, through this um Joystick in the middle of the center console here that in itself is not so bad and actually Thoughtfully one of the things that ergonomically is very good about this car is that even on this right hooker uh, right-hand drive car uh, Lexus have thoughtfully provided for once a Joystick where you can rest your hand on it and it feels there's a, there's a bit to put the palm of your hand on and then you can Just move it using your fingers up and down left and right it has a full range of motion and click of course to select what you want i do find the menus a little bit tricky for example just finding a dab radio station uh, requires quite a bit of navigation um, it's fine if you know what channel the the dab is on and by that i mean is it 11a is it 11b is it 12b but it's the first time i've seen that on a car organized in that way you can scan each of the channels for the for the actual radio station names but you've still got to go through each of the transponders if you like individually of course you would if you were keeping the car for a long time you would save all your favorites and that would somewhat mitigate that problem but it's still not the easiest thing to get used to and without getting out what is a very comprehensive but being that a very thick owner's manual not the easiest thing just to get to grips with straight away now that said once you've accessed the bits that you want it all works very well the satellite navigation the twinning of the phones and the playing of music from various devices has all worked very well indeed the climate control and heater controls and ventilation all good and just in fact the i think what tops the whole point of being inside here is the seats because the seats are all encompassing they have a, a quite a sporty look when you look at them but when you sit in them it's almost like a, a pair of hands that just come out to you and comfort you and cosset you and sit you down into a very very comfortable driving position and we've had three or four people driving this car over the time we've had it and they've all been able to find a, a good driving position a comfortable driving position for long distance uh, driving very different sized people as well so congratulations to lexus on that the view forward is what you'd expect from anything that has the letters suv attached to it this is a luxury suv but nevertheless you're sitting very much up on the car even though i've got my seat all the way down there's plenty of light from the side windows you don't feel as though the door rails uh, are enclosing you and i could go up uh, three or four inches from where i am now if i really wanted to sit up and see each corners of the car the rearward facing camera works very well indeed and other manufacturers please note a little front quarter light just on the A pillar just in front of the door mirror on both sides of the car now I can't see anything through or very little through the driver's side one but that's alright because I can see through the side window but on the left hand side the passenger side just not having A thick lump of pillar there and being able to see through that we're talking about something that's a triangle that's probably two and a half inches by three or four inches on the bottom uh, and two and a half inches on the other side but it's just enough to give you a view of that part of the road when you're turning particularly when you're abroad and on the quote-unquote wrong side of the car so coming to a t-junction in Germany, where we've been driving this car and wanting to make a left turn, which of course is across traffic, just to be able to see through that area of the front pillar genius. And I can imagine if anybody was doing any off roading as well, although let's make no bones about it, a few of these cars will actually see. A grassy slope, never mind any any mud, but if you were doing some off-road it would also give you the opportunity to see what's around you. So there we are that's the outside and the very very sumptuous interior of this Lexus 450h, but what's it like driving it? Stay tuned to real world road tests on radiolamont.com to find out real world road tests so here i am then in the lexus 450h the suv with hybrid power i don't normally do this but i'm going to power the car up and drive away push the start button it's a proximity key of course and things are starting to happen it beeps to tell me it's ready but of course what you're not hearing is any engine starting because I am now rolling forward on electric power 11 12 miles an hour pulling away from hind towers in EV power only and no matter how many times you do that it still takes a bit of getting used to what is remarkable about this Lexus is how smoothly the ic engine the petrol engine cuts in and takes over and all you have to do is in fact do you know what i don't know i honestly don't know at the moment whether the petrol engine is running or not because it's seamless when it takes over you can't fail to be impressed by that whatever your thoughts about hybrid power just listen to how quiet it is that makes any kind of sense at all just gonna turn right here and head out over the river I've got a red traffic light again so say so I'll pull up and stop and any noise you can hear is actually the air conditioning working and I've still got no idea how much of the last minute and a half was completed on electric power and how much was com- uh, completed on IC power that was a little hot hatchback in front of us that you heard pulling away once again we're off and running no rev counter in front of me here a power meter instead and it's telling me that I'm using power at the moment if I drop the throttle back a bit I'm now coasting over the top of the the bridge I'm now charging and now I'm into the eco area where I'm doing something right I'm doing 30 miles an hour and i've still got no idea whether the petrol motor has kicked in or not i I, i'm pretty certain it has and if i accelerate a little bit harder i can just about hear some kind of noise coming from up in front of me but i have driven electric cars and frankly there's hardly any difference between what i'm driving now certainly from takeoff and the all electric cars that i've driven in the past Now in fairness, Lexus have built themselves a fantastic reputation over the last few years for building quality, premium grade cars that just don't break down, they're reliable, their customer service is second to none, and this car, when you drive this car, you can see why people, once they've moved to a Lexus, do not want to go back. There are one or two things that are a bit quirky about it, we mentioned the interface on the uh, electronic side of things, the, with the joystick in the middle. I suppose there could be a case to say that we're doing things slightly different so that people recognize this as distinctively Lexus. And I, and I, can, I can understand that. I can, I can understand why that might be a strategy that Lexus would take on. It does just take a tiny bit of the edge of what is undoubtedly a very very capable motor vehicle indeed a lot of the driving that we've done in the time that we've had with this car has been long distance on motorways, autobahns or other European versions of the same or backwards and forwards on country roads from hotel to racetrack, racetrack to hotel and it's only actually been relatively recently that I've got to take it on any dual carriageways and get the car up to any kind of speed. Now remember this car is a petrol-engined hybrid. I'm cruising at the legal limit in the UK on a dual carriageway at 70 miles an hour and the ride and the lack of road noise and the lack of wind noise is exceptional, simply exceptional. If this was a car that had a badge from a German manufacturer or from a bespoke English manufacturer, you wouldn't argue at all with the levels of comfort in terms of how I'm sitting, and refinement in terms of how the car is driving. If, if I'm honest, it's not the fastest car, it is a sport model, F sport model, but it's a big car, it's a heavy car, and it doesn't have the biggest engine because it's being boosted by the hybrid. So it's not particularly quick when you put your foot down, but you know what? I'm not sure you want to drive a car of this nature in that way. I've found it very entertaining just to see how long I can keep the car in boost or eco or charge or eco rather. And we have seen 60 miles to the gallon on the internal computer. Now, in fairness, it averages out somewhat less than that but for a large genuine five-seater plus luggage suv mid-30s and possibly a little bit higher on the run i don't think is a bad return it's one of the more svelte looking suvs but you know you just can't get around the aerodynamics it's a long way off the ground and it presents despite the fact that visually it's been styled to look uh, a little more lower to the ground, it does present frontal area to the wind that you just can't get away from which makes the lack of wind noise even more impressive to be honest I could get used to this it's a nice place to be in the cabin and I'm sure with a little more time I would get used to the quirkiness shall we say of how to access the radio and the uh, other functions on the internal systems one of the things that eve said to me which i thought was very interesting was how much she liked the weighting of the steering it's assisted of course but not overly so and yet you still feel that you are in control of the car so many times on vehicles like this manufacturers forget that and i think that's a mistake lexus have got this one absolutely right it's clearly not a car for everyone and there is a price premium to pay for the SUV with the hybrid option but given the return on fuel consumption I think that's reasonable and also you are making a statement not a bold one because from the exterior there's not really anything shouting the hybrid credentials of this car but there's no doubt to me that Lexus are still getting it right the whole raison d'etre of the company a few years ago was to challenge the premium sector from a manufacturer or a manufacturing group being toyota that would have struggled to do so under their own name lexus did it from the start and continue to produce cars like this one that are every bit the equal of manufacturers who've been in the game quite frankly an awful lot longer this is still a relatively new manufacturer I like the fact that they've gone their own way with the styling and I think that that clearly attracts people to come back to the brand. You would not mistake this for anything else and in an era when cars are bland and let's be honest car park status does play a part then when you point at this car everybody knows what it is. They're not going to mistake it for another manufacturer. It feels good, it looks good and it drives very well. I don't think there's much more to say about this Lexus 450h. Another real-world road test from RadioLemon.com. Check out more at RadioLemon.com. This program is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, go to www.radiolemon.com. Radio Show Limited. We talk to the world.